We interrupt uh, Focus on the Family's Family Hour with breaking news. Obviously, everybody's been talking about it. Twitter, uh, Asian Twitter, mm-hmm. uh, alt Twitter have all been uh, clamoring since early this morning. Sam, give it to him. I cut my finger. That's right. It looks like it's the middle finger on the left hand. It is, yeah. It's my uh, third digit, the prominatory digit, as we call it in the medical game. And a lot of different Twitters have been responding to it in different ways. You know, alt-right Twitter says that this is part of QAnon's plan. Yeah, what does Q have in store for us via this middle finger injury to Sam T? Well, they said that there would be... Sam Q. On on alt-right Twitter, you're Sam Q. I'm Sam Q, yeah. They said there'd be three fingers pointing back and one finger pointing forward, and... Wherever that finger pointed was where the you know the entrance of the tunnels where they keep the pedophile kids, right? Because it's kind of a scavenger hunt at this point. It Q is. Q went from very vague, mm-hmm. uh, kind of confusing, nebulous statements to now clues, yeah, and coordinates. Well, you got to go to McDonald's. You got to get your Q clue board, and then uh, that be Travis Scott meal. You get another uh, another another breadcrumb, right. leading you to the Podesta's house. <laughs> Leading you, you think to it would Modesto, be California. You think it would be at Pizza Hut, but uh, they do not want to get involved for some reason. The whole uh, PizzaGate thing—they're kind of scared for these promotions. Right? Yeah, because Pizza Hut obviously for a long time had Jared Fogle as its spokesman. Yeah. Look how much weight I gained. I can finally fit into these old pants. Yeah, because of the Pizza Hut lunch buffet. Thank thanks, you, Pizza yeah, Hut. Yeah, thanks to how hot Pizza Hut's pizza is. You stuffed your crust, now I'm stuffing my pants with my own ass. So thank you. My thighs are big enough again. Also, wh- whoops, straws upside down. Uh, yeah, so b- black Twitter was like, what up with that finger, though? Uh, Asian Twitter, I can't understand it. A, a lot of kanji that, and and then you hit uh, C translation, and it's not what they're saying. They're, it's never, you know, it doesn't capture any nuance or slang, mm. and so your guess is as good as mine. The only one I could understand is someone offered to buy the finger so they could grind it up and make virility powder. Uh, but yeah, no, it's uh, it's a crazy time. I did, I injured, I injured. Well, I didn't cut my finger. It's a long story. I don't need to get into it. Hey, that's what the pod is all about: is getting into it. Okay, well, I was down at the fishing hole. All right, I was up. Uh, I was up near the Poudre River, and one of my patented. Uh, I was out there angling for some channel cat, you know, fish hunting as I do. And uh, it was sundown, you know. I was cracking a cold one. I had a bush light ready to go, and uh, Ooh, camo can. Camo can. Yeah, I didn't nice. want anyone to know that I was sipping steady. Well, you know, a park ranger comes by. You got to play it cool. I would have had to kill him. The but well, I'm saying, yeah. If it yeah. weren't for the camo can, mm-hmm. uh, you don't have to worry about getting a ticket. I would have had to uh, would have had to flay him wide open and let the uh, the channel cat come and feed. That would have been my net. Would have been his bones and mm. viscera. But uh, yeah, so out of the uh, out of the swamp through the through the cattails and the reeds, this uh, this drifter, this long boned fella, came wandering up, and I you know I just figured it was another angler looking to compare notes. See what was biting that day. Was it dog food? Was it hot dogs? You know, maybe they wanted some neon rind. Whatever it was, so I just you know assumed it was another, another fish hunter like myself. And he said, uh, "Hey there, boy." I said, "Well, that's, that's kind of a wild way to begin a conversation." But you know, it's you're, the, you're a grown man. I'm but a grown man. He's yeah. older than you, maybe. You know. Yeah, you know, so, he, you know, he can get away with it if he's got some. Some years on you. I couldn't tell really. You know, he had a he had a fine jaw, kind of a thin, railish old sawbones type. You know, wearing oh, sure. overalls. He had a 
He had a kind of certain look in his eye, like a glint to him, and he said, are you, uh... Glenn Eastwood kind of a fella. For sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he wanted to, uh, say racial slurs about, uh, the Mong. <laughs> right, yeah, he's got a top three most hated, uh, exotic peoples yeah. that he's gonna throw at you. And somehow Puerto Ricans are always at the top. Not that exotic, really. Exotic enough. Yeah. To, to an old dusty pair of overalls with eyes sticking out of them. Yeah. You know, and chewing on some chaw that he's he had in his throat since 2002. He loves red man chew, but he hates red men. Uh, that kind of guy. Lot, yeah, a lot of those guys, just a ball of inconsistency and uh, yeah. contradiction. You know, a walking contradiction, if you will. And I ain't got no rights. All right? <laughs> so. <laughs> guys having a green day, you know? He says to me, Are you. He said, Pardon me there. Captain, said, are you, uh... Captain Boy? Do you happen to be Samuel Baird Talent, son of David Talent? And I said, last I checked, I am. I'm the, the last of my kind and the first of a new breed. You know, that's how we talk down by the river. Sure, the queen of me. Mm-hmm, yeah, just trying to uh, personify the feelings that happen when a man's high on the sunset, ready to fill his belly with delicious channel cat. And I said, I am indeed there, brother, stranger. What's your name, Drifter? And he said, well, you might not know me, but our fathers knew each other quite well. You see, I'm Cleto Wainwright, son of Billy Thibodeau Wainwright. And your father and my father, they once spilt blood. But it turned out that my father spilt more than your daddy ever did. And it was on this day 25 years ago when... Uh, when I picked up that shovel and I put that spade into the earth and I interned my father forever for the misdeeds that your daddy done did. Holy shit. I know, it's crazy because I, I know what he's talking about because my dad used to be the head of Kiowa State Bank. And uh, one time this, you know, Wainwright Sr. came in and he had, he had fallen behind on a loan that had been offered by my father's largesse and he tried to pay off my father with a couple of couple old mules couple of gray old mules, and the issue was when my daddy went looking in those mules' mouths, their teeth were as yellow as some fallow corn. The same fallow corn them mules had been fed on by this scandalous Wainwright. So I said, yes indeed, Wainwright. I recognize your name. What say you? What brings you to my neck of the pond? And he said, well... I have come seeking vengeance, sir. Oh, shit. <laughs> I have come... With a mandate from God in blood, written on stone tablets as old as the moon, that have been written as long as the sun's been hunting the stars. <laughs> he had the tablets in his hands. He did, these yeah. Heavy pieces. Well, it was of an stone. iPad. Oh, okay. So, with pictures of the yeah, original stone. He had. This well, was that all, makes sense. This was all on a. Uh, he had made a PowerPoint. He was swiping through his tablet. Otherwise, yeah, how are you going to get these stone laws onto a plane? Exactly. So I put my corn cob pipe down. And I, uh, I could tell that there was a tussle about to occur. I should hope so. I yeah. mean, he, he laid it out for you. <laughs> Look, if you come begging vengeance, don't be surprised. If you want Sodom, prepare for, for Gomorrah. That's what I told this old... Gomorrah's your right hand or your left? It's my knee, and I, I was ready to... <laughs> I forgot about your Muay Thai background. <laughs> I am, yes. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> He didn't know that since these 25 years... Muay Thai, of course, Spanish for very Thai. <laughs> yes, correct, yeah. <laughs> Watch out for those knees, man. Sharp as an elbow on a bad day. And I had been sharpening my knees against an old trunk. 
I like to go out there and give a hundred licks to the trunk in my front yard after I chop all the wood that I need to keep oh, the damn. homestead fires burning. And he, uh, at this time, he said, "Well, your your daddy put my daddy in the dirt, and I aim to do the exact same thing to you, brother." And that's when I saw, that's when I saw that viper. That's when I saw him pull out his blade, and there was a glistening from the new moonlight on this blade. It was uh, slaked. It was quivering, and it flashed. Before, it, before I could register the flash, my finger, you know, met, cold met warmth. Just exploded, I'm sure. Blood met steel, mm. and some of my own blood fell in that very earth. But he didn't know that I was packing my hatchet, as I always do when I go to the river in order to behead these channel cat that I will feed my, my progeny with. And I caught him with one of my Muay Thai-style knees right there in the thigh, and he fell. He did fall, and I, I crouched on top of him, and I said, You lizard some bitch. You dead-legged him. I dead-legged him. You beat him, him in, the, in, the, in the quad. I dead-legged him. I hit him with an Indian burn, which he didn't like, because uh, his family did burn some Indians. You know, it you was kind of ironic. His ass. You went into grade school type of territory. I did. I sat Tried on his chest, and, and I said, You lizard some bitch. You named ten candy bars. Or I'm going to cut you from testis to tongue. I'm going to lay you wide open so that the beetles may lay generations inside your carcass. Candyman style. Correct. All the diabetes in the world couldn't save him. Make him into a pinata, put the candy inside of him. I sewed him right up with my own hair. I did. That's why I've shaved my head, as you can see today. Damn, I did not think I would ever miss the bleach blonde, but I do. I wish it were still here. And I, I guess caked in blood. It is. I had to. I had to remove my hair and my fingernails. I pulled out all my own teeth too, so that no one would be able to identify the bite marks that were found on his face and neck. And now, it looks like are those the same yellowed teeth of the donkeys from long ago? This necklace is made from a menagerie of different equine parts. <laughs> I would have thought, yeah, that you put them in your mouth, but you made a nice little bolo kind of necklace tie situation. Thank you very much. It's a, it's a seasonal attire, and I, I did kill this man. I did kill Cleto Wainwright. I and forgot this is, his first name. This, Cleto. <laughs> this is my admission in front of God and country. We should. This should be a Patreon episode, but I fear uh, that we're gonna need it. I so. said. I said, you old son of a soothsayer. I want to watch the life leave your eyes. And as those two twin universes died that very day, I let him know that the talents, the talents are not one to nick on their fingy with a blade. And that there is the story of how I did injure this very digit before you. Damn. Hell of a way to... We're filling time tonight, you know what I mean? Jeez. What a tale. Save it for your next book is what I bet a lot of listeners are thinking. Jeez. A prisoner cannot make money off of their crimes. So this tale needs to be told now, right here in front of this, these flags we are surrounded by. The flags of our fathers. Now why is that true, you think? Because, uh... It's the of son th of Sam Law. Yeah, but... And I'm the son of David. Some of these guys... Eh, come on. I mean, I'll pay to hear what they did to a couple of people, you know, to get inside of that demented mind I'll, well, I'll give him a couple bucks if i could find a uh, an old boot black to uh, change my name and to inscribe a new name it's it's so that my sons the sons of sam if i would change my name it wouldn't apply to me anymore but since i might my children might be able to make some make a couple of saw bucks 
make a couple of red-letter pennies off of what I've done, then they had to prevent it. Please don't have kids. <laughs> You're moving to Trinidad. I'm going to fuck my wife until she's got a baby in her. You're going to name this kid Little Nady, and you're going to, you know, just try to raise him like you raised me. Well, when when the baby is inside boy. still, before it's burned, I'm going to call him Neonatal. Uh, Neonathan. And, uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> why wouldn't I name my kid after you? I don't know. Probably because everybody in your family will be very angry. No, no, that's the issue, is in my family, whoever is there to uh, watch the deed be done... That is uh, that is one of our bylaws in our family. You need to make me. You need to watch me inseminate my wife with my fallow seed. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll be there. Yes. All right. Well. When that full moon does beckon, and you can hear my two messins ringing off the canyon walls, you will know that there is a new Nathan about to be set forth on this world. You had a stroke on the toilet, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> I did. I jerked off on that very shrine. Right before we started recording. My trusty porcelain mount has been anointed in my jism. <laughs> my aloe vera has been spread. Uh, it's very soothing. <laughs> it is. Put it on a sunburn. If you have a burn, allow me to put three pumps on there. You ever have a real bad sunburn that turns, have to rub it in jizz? bubbles up? I used to get... Uh, I used to get blood, what water blisters all the time. On that was shoulders. kind of my thing. On your ears? You ever got Ooh, that? No. It was always uh, the shoulders for me, you know, just the sun beating down on Just so stupid. You know, you're like 20 and you're like, eh, I'll, I'll buy sunblock later. Yeah. What do I? So, being in the sun should be free. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what? I don't have a Roth IRA. How am I going to afford sunblock? Right. Yeah. I need to yeah. buy a 30 rack of Keystone Light. Yeah, yeah, we gotta go down to Winco. Yeah, we were getting a case of Keystone Light. Our my whole freshman year of college, it was six fifty for for twenty four beers. We would each Holy get one. Shit. Yeah, man. We the, used to get thirty racks of Keystone Light for eleven ninety nine. Yep. Dude. That's why it's all we drank here in the great state of Colorado. This, this centennial state. Jake Becker is a proud son of this this forgotten land, as am I. Sam Talent, son of David. <laughs> Ender of Cleto Wainwright and all of his kin. You remind me. Cleto reminds me of. Uh, there's a. There's like a lineman for the Bears, whose last name is. He's his last name is Leno. Yeah. And he's a junior. And every time I see it, I think, Oh, there's Jay Leno's kid <laughs> making him proud on the O line. Jay Leno Junior. <laughs> they couldn't find him a chin strap. <laughs> oh yeah, no. <laughs> they had to sew a couple together. Yeah, that's right. A lot of a lot of uh, gauze involved in keeping the helmet on his head. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Leno, good old Leno Junior. He's probably like six ten. You know, uh-huh. four hundred pounds. He he's can't huge. fit in a car that Leno owns. No. Yeah, Leno's they gonna have to solder- save up for a tank. <laughs> yeah, they have to solder two cars together just to get his giant dick in there he's gotta buy the killdozer <laughs> have you watched that documentary uh, on jay leno's cars yeah no, i love that about show. the killdozer oh no no that I, dude no, oh, that's no. good he left a whole video uh, audio tape airing his grievances and it's i mean you know you feel bad for him because uh, he obviously had a death wish and and fulfilled it it came true i like the soundtrack from that audio tape though it's like nine to five <laughs> johnny paycheck Working for a living. Just uh, the, a bunch of anti, uh, anti-wage anti slavery songs. The movie, this documentary, I guess, couldn't afford all the different 
song That's rights. where they had the Aquabats do the covers. So it's yeah, it's a bunch of ska tunes. <laughs> yeah. it, it's ska versions, which I is working nine to five. It's fun <laughs> at first, and then as he gets, you know, as he gets increasingly desperate, it starts to be kind of a. I mean, it's a lot. It's heavy. Uh, but yeah, it's just crazy how he lays it all out uh, because a friend told him he should like leave behind an yeah. account or whatever. Though he does, and he's just he sounds righteous at first because like the city kind of conspired. With, it was in Gunnison. It was in Granby. Granby, which is where Megan's parents live. No, tell the folks at home who's Megan. Megan is my wife. Ah, supposedly the screeching weasel. Allegedly, yeah. Kept her last name, because if you have to choose between Creech and Lund, who gives a shit, you know? Yeah, they both stink. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter. You don't, you're not getting rid of, you know, you're not escaping some terribly long Chechnyan surname. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're not able to trade up from something, you know, got off from Hitler to, you know, something cool like Lee. I'm thinking so. of changing my last name to Creech. Creech is okay. I want to confuse you when it comes to lovemaking. A lot of consonants. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want. But uh, just you know what? As long as your last name isn't Wainwright, like that turtle humping melon fucker <laughs> that I left out there in the cattails and caliche. Now you got to worry about Rufus. What if Rufus tries to get in on the action? If Rufus wants Rufus to show his and Luden, if Luden, Luden, if Luden, it's Loudon. If, if Loudon wants to show his cowardly, hair-lipped face to me, I'll be down at the barn dance, and I'll be waiting there with my Muay Thai knees, <laughs> just sharp. Sharp as the day is long. Just if a couple of machetes down there covered by... Well, not covered, because you're, you're rocking above the knees. Thighs out, skies out. Every time. Listen to that. <laughs> hey, listener. Ready to go. Hey, Wainwright, if you're listening, this is the last thing you're ever going to hear. <laughs> <laughs> right before you bust that gumball machine, he calls ahead. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's, it's a bunch of little homies in there. <laughs> He's haunted. Those, were, those were cool. Those were cool, man. That was a fun way. That story I just told, it was inspired because I was giggling the other day about my friend Caleb Garrett, friend of the pod. He's in Alabama. His dadder told him a story one time about his dadder. How, his dadder. Is that that's what, what they call that's him in Alabama? He, yeah, yeah. Well, it's his dad or mom. They're not sure because they don't have genders. Mm, dadder. Yeah, dadder or, you know. Dadder or something. Right. He my dadder or something. <laughs> One time he said that he uh, he pulled a knife on a guy and said, "You lizard, some bitch! Whoa! I'm gonna cut you from tongue to testis." And I was like, "Well, no I can." Ru-. Yeah, he said that seriously, and that was like in line at a Sonic or something, and like Demopolis, Alabama. Like I told you to put M and M's, and you put Reese's Pieces. You done besperched my good name, <laughs> and for that you must you must perish, you lizard, some bitch. I have to add your name to this knife's book of souls. You will be another notch. Yeah, dude, lizard some bitch. Calling him a lizard, yeah. Yeah, that rules. Pretty tough. I imagine he's grabbed like uh, some, you know, Tom Petty esque man, grabbed him by his pony nub and cut it off and shoved it in his mouth <laughs> before he kicked his ass down the stairs at a Shoney's. <laughs> I don't know that anybody's <laughs> kicking Caleb Garrett's ass. He's a big guy. No, I'm saying this is Caleb Garrett's oh. father's victim. Sure. Okay. Yeah. No one, no one stops Caleb. I, I I thought I could tune out and come back in. <laughs> nope. Sorry. <laughs> you're, so, you're still weaving a tapestry. <laughs> also, since we like to talk about our friends' hot wives, Brittany Garrett. Oh God! They, Watch out! Right? They. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. They've been together since they were like nine Down. or whatever. Did yeah. They grow up, mm-hmm. sweethearts. He did deflower that woman on the eve of <laughs> Obama's first election. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I could see that. He's one of those guys where, you know, he's young, 
probably played football because he's big. He, he was you all know, state. Got raised right. Mm-hmm. Probably has good parents. And then uh, all he ate was chicken tenders. There's a lot of people out the there. Hottie. You see a lot of the young uh, rural areas, there will be just beautiful women. Yeah. And then they're with whoever lived around the corner and yeah. didn't blow it. You know, anybody who's, like, nice enough and... Not uh, even nice enough. Are you kidding? Well, sometimes they're not nice. There's, a, there's a bunch of women smacking lummoxes out there who are holding well, down yeah. the finest piece of poonanny in all this county. That's right. So, yeah, there is... Uh, there's not a whole lot that the guy can do to fuck it up because the options are limited. There's mm-hmm. him or the guy who got kicked in the head by a goat yeah. when he was very young and uh-huh. can't really, you know, blow a bubble with gum. But that's, he, that's... he can with his own spit, but <laughs> not, not, when, not when he wants to, just on accident. You're speaking of Munoz Wainwright, the forgotten son of Big Billy Wainwright. Oh yeah, yeah. So now you gotta wait. You gotta worry about him still. Well, if I'm ever down Mexico way. Well, and he's got a he's got a goat print on the side of his head, so you're gonna see him. <laughs> yeah. You're gonna see him coming a mile away. But, I'm gonna be uh, the chupacabra on his ass. I'm gonna suck that goat right out of his ear. Uh, think yeah, about the, that. Well, think about I've, me sucking on a half breed's neck. <laughs> goat boy. You better watch out, Jim Brewer, <laughs> for I've been confused before. <laughs> Classic Saturday Night Live character, Goat Boy. Sounds like a mad TV creation, but no, Brewer was SNL all the way. Uh, it's crazy that they let Brewer on that show. It d- it didn't make sense. <laughs> no. it, it must have just been that he was loud uh, and had a couple of funny ideas for the audition. I think it was because they had Sandler. Who had a childlike innocence, um, and Brewer kind of has that same like, "What me worry?" You know, kind of an Alfred E. Newman <laughs> innocence to him. Yeah, yeah. I think that could be it. Yeah, they wanted another Sandler after Adam had moved on. Look here, you Adam Sandler, the college years. <laughs> uh, oh, but yeah, Killdozer was in Granby. And it's pretty chilling to hear this guy just lay it all out there. Because at first I was saying, he sounds pretty justified, but then he pretty quickly starts to talk about how God wanted him to build this killdozer. Yeah. And, you know, like, it was, like, why he was still alive. There were all these little coincidences that uh, made him think that God was, like, saying, no, no, don't, you don't have to feel bad about this. This is what I put you on earth to do. Yeah, he got relish on his hot dog instead of mustard. <laughs> right, he was like, I ordered, wait a minute. Hold on. What does it mean? Yeah. Relish, relish the day, rue the day. Green, like the money that's corrupted this country. <laughs> yeah, it was all... Why am I sleepy? I'm dozing. I'm kill... <laughs> kill dozing. Maybe me and my wife will watch that tonight. Maybe we'll Netflix and kill dozer. And uh, that sounds do like a good it. time. Yeah, I mean, like I say, it's 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 good. It's kind of sad because he. This pod's all about retribution. Must today. be a little, little yeah. Well, I yeah, he had he had his vengeance on the town of Granby. That's for sure. Because the thing, the killdozer was so well reinforced that he. I forgot how much damage he did. Like reading about it or whatever, you're like, oh yeah, he fucked up a couple buildings, smashed no. a big R. It took him like all day. <laughs> To go throughout like his points of interest and take yeah. them out, and nobody could stop him. The cops were all just like shooting at this thing, and it didn't matter. Well, didn't he want to erase the culture of that town? So he went from like the Spencer's gifts over the GameStop. <laughs> oh yeah, he destroyed tried to, the Chuck E. Cheese. He ripped the heart of Granby out of its chest. Yeah, the Target. 
Got rid of the Target. Got rid of the DSW uh, shoe warehouse is no longer. <laughs> he he got rid of uh, Destination XL, formerly uh, Big and Tall. Destination Unknown, Ruby 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 Soho. That was another song that was on the soundtrack. Uh, here's the thing yeah, about this was, Killdozer guy. He was a rancid head. Stefan Williamson idolized the Killdozer guy. I believe it. Of course you do. Yeah. Uh, he really wanted to be Killdozer's friend. He like wrote him letters while he was in jail. He didn't go to jail. What did he do? He died in that Killdozer. How? What'd they do? He got they firebomb it like the heroes at Waco? He got stuck, finally, uh, while he was taking out... He got stuck because he was too fat. He got in the, the killdozer. or something. No, no. I think it was a Winnie the Pooh situation where he ate too much honey inside the dozer and then tried to escape. He tried to go out. Hole. He tried to go out feet first and yeah, got stuck. And they tickled him to death. And <laughs> <laughs> now he uh, he got the kill the killdozer got stuck on one of the buildings that he was taken out because he didn't realize that uh, there was like a basement that he didn't consider he didn't have the blueprints so, on that one i think he did but i think i mean at this point it had been like all day so he'd he been kill dozing for hours yeah he must have he must have been out of juice <laughs> and uh he started to take out the the first you know the the ground floor of this building and uh fell into the uh basement you know the open basement and that fucked it up and well i don't want to blame the victims <laughs> but i will blame the city because you know when he went in there and he requested from the dmv to get his killdozer license <laughs> and they said sure of course that's kind of on them they didn't see it coming he wanted to change his name to killdozer they were like it'll be confusing we have like four killdozers yeah. in town and that really set him off he was like uh okay i guess we'll see who the real killdozer is in a few days <laughs> Uh, but yeah, he uh, man, he really got to leave his mark on that town. He if you could uh, destroy an entire city, what would you do? If you could raise a city to the earth, which one would it be? Las Vegas, Nevada. Okay. I would take out the entire strip. It How? Kill Dozer. You'd kill those? <laughs> All right. I would have... Because <laughs> Stephen Paddock almost beat you to it. Is, is that that guy's name? The hero? He took out... <laughs> he took out... 50 people, no buildings. Yeah. I would go the other way. He took out like 196 people, right? The Vegas no, shooter? I don't know. You do too, no. I don't. I know you're on these message boards. <laughs> I think he killed... Becker, look it up. 60. And then maybe... Wounded injured. like 500. He might have injured a... Yeah. And you know, that wasn't... It wasn't... <laughs> Why a, did you know his name exactly off the top of your head? Well, because I bought the merch. Whoa. No. <laughs> the padlock. <laughs> he killed 60... And wounded 411. Okay. That, that arms deal gone wrong really left its mark. The injury total for people like trying to escape was 867 people. Now it's people just stepping on broken Bud Light glasses. Because <laughs> <laughs> he shot up that country music place, that concert for country music, and, you know, it was bad, but no one talks about how the rates of domestic violence went down the next couple weeks. Because all those music fans were in their graves. Their hands were all, they were too injured from deflecting bullets to slap their old lady around. That's right. Yeah. yeah, there's a little, yeah, there's a little fear. Like, oh, I didn't, I didn't realize. Is is this the terror I've been instilling in in my loved ones? Who oh, cares? My, my Get over here! <laughs> How dare you put ketchup on my relish dog? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think uh, the, one of the reasons that that was such an awful, you know, why the 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 number of victims was so high is that the casino didn't want to 
apprehend the shooter because what if he's what if he's a gambler you know right, what, if, yeah. what if he decides to go hit the tables and drop a couple grand i think they checked his points on his card first <laughs> he was a, he was a, he was a slot he was a slot maniac and yeah, so he was a maniac you got to get him down there and, and you know hitting that big bang theory slot <laughs> yeah. and you know get a few nickels off of this guy before you get him arrested oh of course man yeah you yeah, don't want to leave think, a bad yelp review i think i would uh like did you to read his yelp to... review what did he say well he said that uh the mirage had great windows with you could see for miles in every direction you know they weren't tinted yeah. Yeah. I guess he said the door staff didn't ask any questions and he liked that. Mm-hmm. No metal detectors. Yeah, I didn't I didn't read that review, but that sounds that sounds correct. If I was gonna take out a city I would crash a submarine into uh Mobile, Alabama. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the kill the kill marine. Kill marine, yeah. Uh <laughs> the murder marine. <laughs> if, if we're gonna try and make it just don't try and sell some t-shirts. For four hours, four and a half, just <laughs> making your way. It's a pontoon Making boat. my way downtown <laughs> submarine. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Goodbye, Mobile. Dun, 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 dun. Instead, of, instead, of, instead of a piano with wheels, you got a submarine with wheels. <laughs> and a piano on top of the submarine. Or I might just see how many sub sandwiches I can feed people there. Mm. Until they ate themselves to death like the pig gluttons they are. Oh, okay. The, Mobile slow, the slow burn. Yeah. Pretty pretty ironic that a town with a bunch of people that don't walk around is called Mobile. Just a little ironic. God has a pretty sick sense of humor. Oh, yeah. God's, God wrote for Cracked Magazine. God, <laughs> God had a good time yeah. when they... God's non-binary. <laughs> when they decided to create us. <laughs> There's a couple of inside jokes for sure. I don't know if God's that funny, because wasn't T.J. Miller talking directly to God before he filmed his shit special? <laughs> <laughs> wasn't God the head writer of T.J. Miller's uh, Bonkers in Boulder, or whatever the fuck he called it? Yeah, that might be somebody who's credited. God, yeah. What I think that of... Nick DiPaolo, I think. Those are TJ's head writers. What I think of from that night, because we took a party bus up to Boulder and got we watched one of the tapings, and they said throughout, but especially before the show started... Every couple of minutes, somebody over the over the PA over the God mic was like, "Just a reminder that this is the taping of a special. Please, no entering or exiting the crowd during the show. So we're supposed to sit in our seats yeah. for the you know however long the no, show TJ, was three and a half hours. Yeah, he had to get his shit in. So <laughs> he uh, his wife had to sing. He was up there for a, songs. He was up there for a while, and. Towards the end, there was a woman, uh, a young lady right in front of us that was wasted, and she kept wanting to get up, and then, like, her friends kept telling her not to, and at the end of the show, when everybody was starting to leave, she got up, and there was a puddle in that chair. Whoa. Yeah. She was so horny for TJ. No, no, no. It was urine. Oh, mellow yellow, not Sprite. The other white liquid. I see. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, it was cool, I guess. <laughs> That's a cool move. Oh, no, not a cool move on her part. It was cool in a funny way for me to be like, ah, she pissed herself. Did you tell everyone? Oh, yeah. Like, I was like, hey, everybody. Oh, uh, attention. You get up on stage. Excuse you grab me. the mic. Excuse me, everyone. Tap, tap, tap. Hey, uh, special one more time over. for TJ, but <laughs> I got good news. <laughs> Let's play Guess the Liquid. <laughs> 
Yeah, it was, uh, wow, it was wild. It was a lot of piss. And then didn't we party on the clock tower that night? We partied on the way back. Uh, I blacked out yeah, and you know on what you the did. way back, I think. <laughs> you know what you did when we got to the clock tower? Uh, there were there were some deli meats, I believe. <laughs> I believe there was a spread of uh, meats and cheeses. Allegedly there were, because <laughs> we got to the top of the clock tower, and there was a bunch of sandwiches laid out. And no one was really eating the sandwiches. We were all partying. Everybody was too cool to <laughs> yeah. eat, eat the sanguies. I walked away for like a half hour leaving Lund by the sandwiches. He's like, I'm just going to have one. I came back. <laughs> Lund's still standing there. There's no sandwiches left. <laughs> <laughs> he ate a party platter of blimpy subs. <laughs> oh, I wish. <laughs> Me and Sharpie and Orbital were like, holy fuck, did you eat all those sandwiches? And you were like, I'm going to grab a butt. You know, <laughs> you were talking in tongues like old drunk mouthful of olives yeah you're like woogie woogie Uh, (laughs) you ate all them fucking sandwiches I think uh, I ate most of the sandwiches and then a few of them probably got taken by you know Execs, yeah, right. Agents. There was a lot of <laughs> there was a lot of heat in the room. Yeah, so Pete Holmes came and had a sandwich. Some scouts. No, dude, you ate like <laughs> forty thousand calories worth of sandwiches. No way. <laughs> yeah, dude. I do it all the time. That's that a lot was, of bread. That was the day you got gout. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> so the seeds. Yeah, you were gouting at the devil. Gout. Yeah. <laughs> gouting. That reminds me of another time where. You ate forty thousand calories worth well, of sandwich. No, just another, just another party night where I that I don't remember. Okay. And every now and then, people would just be like, "Hey, man, you remember that?" And I did not remember this, <laughs> but uh, we, I think, a bunch of us were at City O City outside for music. I think for May the Fourth. Oh yeah, one yeah. of the May the Fourths where there were. Bands playing in the parking lot. Yeah. It was also the night of uh, David Soto's bachelor party, DJ David Soto. I'm not familiar. Uh, he was uh, he was cool. cool. But, uh, he, yeah, he was, like, having a bachelor party that night, and so a few of the people that were going to go do that were like, come with us, and I was so drunk, I went with. The sun was still up, right? It was all, when the, mu- yeah, when that show was happening, yeah. yeah. But I, I went with these guys, and uh, I don't know where we went, but... I got very drunk and I was like not able to hang. You know, I was just like in the corner, like with my knees, like kind of giving out now and then. And so. <laughs> you were Jordan Dahl. One of the guys. <laughs> yeah, I was Pinocchio without a Geppetto. Yeah. You know, so I was just. I was folding myself up in a, in a drawer. And one of the guys was like, oh, I'm going to. I'll give him some Coke. And so he had me do a bunch of Coke. And then he said, I was like, okay. Like, yeah. you know, kept me from falling downstairs or whatever. But I was. It didn't bring me out of the blackout. So, luckily, I don't think there was any food for me to destroy. If there was, there was no survivors, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, hopefully they ate before they went out. So well, that... I think, no, that was that night where there was that bucket of hummus. Mm. And you ate all that bucket of hummus. I poured it on my head. <laughs> yeah, you did. And then you were like, bongo, bongo. <laughs> slapping it. <laughs> I called it chickpea stew. Were you there that day when I figured out the jam wasn't just good for you? That it wasn't healthy? <laughs> yeah, that it wasn't healthy. Were you there for that? Ugh. I don't think so. We went to breakfast at Sassafras, like Eurist, me, oh, Janae. You were there. <laughs> I was, yeah. I yeah. And we were waiting so. for our food to come. There was all this, like, homemade jam and jelly on the table. And I was just, like, putting it on my plate and, like, eating it with a spoon, like it was delicious soup. <laughs> and everyone was like, 
after I went through like three pots of fucking jam, they were like, you really like jam, huh? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, it's good for you. It's a way to get fruit into your body. And everyone was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, yeah, jam, it's healthy. They were like, no, dude, it's just all, it's all sugar. And I was like, no, hold on, yeah, smuckers. Ma- yeah, natural fruit sugar, the good, yeah, the good kind. Exactly, yeah, the one that does a body good. <laughs> and I had, my entire life, I've just been <laughs> eating jam, thinking that I was like doing, you know, the mouth equivalent of push-ups. <laughs> well, I think you were half right. All the fruit shit's in there, too. Yeah, but apparently it's also about, you know, a cup and a half of sugar per pot of jam that I was eating. Right. But you're still getting all of the things that you thought you were getting in you in you. They're just also the accompanying sugar. Yeah, but if you're trying yeah. to eat a bunch of, uh, like, kale, but it, there also happens to be just a smidge of heroin in there, it's not good for you. You just sold me on kale. Well, okay, I forgot who we were talking to <laughs> kale, over here. Yeah. yeah, the dragon chaser, Jake Becker. Oh, I, wish. <laughs> I wish, he says. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's pretty dumb of you. When we get to uh, a thousand Patreon followers... We're getting some heroin. Jesus. Whoa. What? You heard it here first, guys. That's the Becker, shit I've ever heard. Becker, no, we gotta make the number way higher than that. Hundred, a thousand and one. Alright? <laughs> so you wanna do some H. Well, I, just, I just wanna help Becker get back to what he loves. So. <laughs> Go out on top. This is a chore for him, you know, hanging out with us, listening to us talk about Lund eating sandwiches all the time. Not at all. There needs to be a rainbow for him to chase. I am fantasizing about sandwiches the way I used to think about heroin after you talked about that platter, though. It wasn't even, like, a good platter, dude. It was pretty much, like... Was it really blimpy? I think it was blimpy. Nah, I don't think it was. I don't know what it would have been. You don't have any idea. You're lucky you got to the top of the (laughs) clock tower. I'm surprised I didn't fall off. You ate all those sandwiches and then claimed sanctuary as you rung the bell. (laughs) Squatter's right. As I shit in a bucket. Uh (laughs) I was making a Quasimodo joke, but... Oh, I was ringing the ringing the bell. Yeah, yeah, the hunchback of Notre Dame. I had to help Marty McFly get back to 1985. I spilt a bucket of water at Anthony Jeselnik's shoes that night. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, you were busy chasing mayonnaise with mustard. <laughs> you kept asking who wants to do body shots, and then you would just put pepperoni slices over your nipples. <laughs> Yeah, I went outside and we were smoking weed. You know, I was out there with all the execs, the head of Comedy Central, uh, Mr. CISO himself. D. Snyder, I think, was there. D. Snyder was Snyder. there, yeah. I barely remember. <laughs> the drummer from Wasp, I think. Uh, Nick Matterot. It was it was a real who's that. And uh, <laughs> we were smoking weed and there was like a, it was raining, so there was a bunch of buckets of water outside on the rail of the clock tower. And I walked up to like Jesselneck and TJ Miller and I think like David Letterman. <laughs> uh, I think uh, Vinny Testaverde was out there. You would have loved it, dude. It was cool. We Joe Namath's nurse was uh, was bringing him back in. <laughs> I heard I heard Letterman was there, yeah. and I started looking for Pat Sajak because I was like the Letterman. Yeah, that's who what my brain came up with, and I, I was a little disappointed. Well, you were close because Vanna White did take anal from everyone. Holy <laughs> f! It was crazy. I was like, do you want to buy another dick? <laughs> <laughs> buy a ow ow. So, but yeah, I, there was a bucket of water. I spilled it on Anthony Jeselnik's shoes, and he was, you kicked it. 
No, I just walked up, stumbled up, you know. I was like, hey, guys, you see what Lund did? <laughs> yeah, try to, yeah. try to push me down even further than I'm pushing myself. Yeah. You had your shirt off, and you were just cramming sandwiches. Well, I You do... said you were the sandwich sultan. You wrapped the shirt around your head. <laughs> that sounds like me. Yeah. Well, I feel like at a certain point, when you're really in the zone and you're knocking them back six inches at a time... Shirts get in the way, so you gotta take them off. You're not wrong. Yeah, you gotta get that shirt off so that you can sweat it out. Yeah, and not just have it turn into you know a bunch of flop. Yeah, you kept asking people who has the oil because I've got the vinegar, and you, you pissed in your own mouth like that monkey in the video. <laughs> it was me and Chris laughed about it for a very long time. We've had a lot of fun on party buses. We've had a lot of fun. Off of party party buses, <laughs> but on party we've buses? had a lot of fun on in porta potties. Yeah, yeah, you hate when you come out of a porta potty and I'm filming you. I like that you document. Yeah, you like to document me coming out of a bathroom. Well, I'm timing you. You set a record earlier when you pulled something standing up off of the toilet. Well, I shat pretty hard, and then I went to uh, check the numbers. You know, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it really wasn't worth all the work. Yeah, the heave wasn't worth the hoe. If you know what I mean. Sure. I've been eating a lot of spinach, so I was, I'm waiting for that big, award-winning log to yeah, emerge. That should be clearing out all the stragglers from your intestines. The spinach. I pooped an owl skull and bringing it <laughs> it's out. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that time we were on that party bus and I was all wasted and someone like uh, knocked Chris Charpentier's hat off or something. That was that night, wasn't it? The, this is a different the night. The TJ special? No, I don't know. No, that was the, that was when TJ performed at Red Rocks, and we were all with him. Yeah, we had, we there were a couple of people that were trying to get party buses into just like it was a thing, right? Trying to make party buses happen. Yeah. <laughs> What if we took a party bus? I don't know. Do we have to? <laughs> <laughs> we're going to the Squire. We have a seizure. <laughs> Yeah, some kid knocked Chris's hat off, so I fucking face-pushed him down the stairs and was like, you will never enter this bus again! And then Morgan Miller, TJ's sister, was like, Sam, that's my brother, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, well, you didn't hear that it that he wasn't being a dick until years later, right? Yeah, he wasn't even bullying you, you Chris. Thought, you thought it was, like, justified that yeah. you stood up for your friend, your little diminutive buddy. Much like when Cleto Wainwright Who came out of the swamp on me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I not that long ago, I think uh, you were like, yeah, I remember when I stood up for you, Chris, friend to friend, <laughs> yeah. he was like, that guy hadn't done anything. Yeah, that guy was totally not in the wrong. He was like trying to hang out. <laughs> yeah. And I shoved him down three you, stairs on the like, concrete. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I didn't, I'm a big fan. And then you just smacked <laughs> yeah. him. He like, he went, he went to unbutton his shirt to show me my t-shirt that he was wearing. <laughs> and I just chopped him He's in the throat and hit him with a Muay Thai. <laughs> Yeah, you just clinched him. Muay Thai is where you uh, wear a cattail candy rope around your neck like a tie. <laughs> uh, I'm rarely in the wrong, though. That's the beauty according of to me. According to you, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You've justified all kinds of shit. I'm right justified, dude. People have told me that there was a night they remember outside of Lion's Lair where I chucked a guy into the front of the dumpster around the corner from the lair and mm -hmm. I don't remember that 
But apparently it was pretty cool. It was the booker for Fallon. <laughs> <laughs> he came to change somebody's life, and I changed his. Yeah, you changed his facial structure forever. I changed uh, what he remembered uh, as a child. Yeah. A lot of a lot, third through fifth grade was just gone. He fucked that guy up, dude. Do you remember that at all? There was maybe a tussle, maybe you and I scared off a couple of new comic aspiring comedians. I don't remember that. I'd love to get up. I'd love to get in your ass. Let's take it outside. (laughs) Pull his pants down. Put the microphone inside of him. (laughs) Hey, crank up up the gain, Tony. Yeah, you got five minutes. Start now. (laughs) It rings. crazy. (laughs) He's a pacemaker. Apparently something like that happened. (laughs) Maybe, Maybe not a microphone inside something. One, but no, the two times I remember there being violence at Lion's Lair, it was you. It was me. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it was totally me. One time, uh, a guy tried to change the music after the mic, and it was like me, Tony, and the late Kimian were in there. Oh, damn. Yeah, yeah. R.I.P. Kimian. She's the only one that I've banged who's dead. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. You banged a dead person. Unlike you. <laughs> yeah. That's your thing. I've got a body count. <laughs> yeah. no, I don't... No. I have not... Uh, everybody... Everybody's still alive. I have none. There's no I survivors. I've been inside. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but he tried to change the music to, like, Devo, and I went up there and I grabbed him and I threw him off the, uh, the soundboard that's elevated... I threw him on the ground, and then he got up and he swung on me, and he missed, but my glasses fell off, so I punched him, and then a couple people held me back, and I was like, fuck you, like screaming, and I hawked a big loogie, (laughs) and I spit it at him, but he moved, and it hit Kimian right in the face, Oh no! and then I was banned from Lion's Lair for two weeks. So that was fun. <laughs> Tony was Roger like, had to host by himself. <laughs> yeah. T- no, that was when uh, Michael Carter was still hosting. And then another time, uh, Jason Wasoki was on stage, and he was like racist towards an Asian woman in the crowd. He, <laughs> yeah, he was like, oh, what's up, Ching? Where's your trong? Or whatever. And then uh, <laughs> he did. It was like really bad. It was bad. something like it, that. It was something terrible. Sorry, Wasoki. Yeah, and then the girl's boyfriend Wait, went not on. sorry. He's quoting you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cordy. Not Gordy. Uh, the, the, Gordy was there. <laughs> yeah. The girl's boyfriend got on stage and just punched Wasoki in the face. And then me and Peter Cohen and Vic G chased... The, what a dream what team. What a trio. I know. <laughs> Three guys who would never hang out uh, ever. We chased the guy down uh, in the Walgreens parking lot. And then they just kicked him a bunch. And that was a lot of fun. <laughs> Vic, oh, uh, there was that time at the Squire where that guy tried to steal Kevin O'Brien's phone. So me and yeah, uh, that was one of the big uh, brawls that I did not think was going to happen because there were so many times where nothing happened. There were so many times where there'd be these drunken new comics or comics from out of town or friends of you know whatever like brand new guy you know coming through for the first time. They would you know get shitty or be gross on stage and and there would be some jaw jacking but rarely was there an actual tussle and yeah. then that night it actually happened and I did not think it would so I stayed inside and you well, guys Well you were probably out. busy trying to get head from like Daniel Castile or whatever <laughs> so we we <laughs> ch- what he probably were How dare you he Well blown away in both <laughs> Like oh yeah that was, that was a tough yeah for no sure. no uh, at the squire it was all about the comedy <laughs> yeah for sure the pursuit of the art yeah it wasn't about getting domed off in the unisex so yeah but we chased him down me and little uh, what was that little fucking meatball of a man 
Devin Davis. Devin Davis, yeah. <laughs> yeah, a little meat wad. Yeah, the human ham, Devin Davis. Uh, yeah, he was two hams with some uh, toothpick limbs sticking out. He was strong, dude. He, he was able to put me on his shoulders uh-huh. like we were at you know Van Halen in 86. <laughs> right, and you and kept he, flashing the crowd. Well, yeah, and I'm dumping him out because I've never felt so safe off of my feet before. Yeah. Any other time someone wanted to... One time Timmy Leslie wanted to try and pick me up and oh, I almost God. killed her. Yeah, she, of course. She, well, we were at fucking... Uh, you guys were... What, we you were, were at not Rhino, but Glob, I think. We were in that... Oh, my God. We were on concrete yeah. in the by the sleeping quarters. Yeah. And fucking she's like, I think I could do it. And I was no. like, okay. And she lifted me up and we were, we were uh, belly to belly, you know, chest to chest. And she just... Pick, grabs me, picks me up successfully, and then immediately I top, you know, her knees buckled. Oh, she didn't hit you with the Brock Lesnar? No, <laughs> she, she didn't get me over. She didn't, she didn't get me over. I, I kind of sandbagged her. I was not, I was not uh, selling for her, and I was not bumping for her. But no, she like got me up, and then immediately uh, I... I you Luthes took her down, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And luckily, I uh, stopped myself from like you know slamming on top of her. So Timmy's tough too. She's strong. She was okay. Sure. She didn't like hit her head on the on the ground. Luckily, thank but, God. Uh, oh yeah, me and Devin went outside and rolled this guy in a bunch of dirty old Colfax snow. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. We filled his pants up with like old jagged snow <laughs> and rolled them around, and it was like salt, like you know, salt cover. And he was like bleeding terribly. Oof. It's pretty good. Like you are right now, your finger injury has yeah. has uh, sprung a leak. I am I'm weeping wound right now. They're not going to be able to sell any of these books. Mutiny has just lost a whole bunch of their catalog. Oh no! All these Tom Wolf hardcovers aren't going to move. <laughs> There's a Dean Koontz down here that now is going to be you know. Maybe seventy-five cents instead of a dollar twenty-five. <laughs> I'll just say it was me. I'll sell for more. Blood of an author. There was a night at uh, Squire where De- we were there after hours, and Devin kept saying how he was going to bang these three girls, and I was like, "No, you're not." And he was like, "Yeah, yeah, they all like me." And then I proceeded to make out with all three of the girls separately, just to spite him. Damn. Yeah, sexual spite. Good call. It was very cruel and unusual. He, he thought. It seemed like he thought that because there was like this cool rep amongst some of us like the the comics that we <coughs> like our peers our class or whatever that, yeah. that we were doing a good job just kind of i don't know getting getting it in getting laid and getting paid we got well we didn't get paid we got spayed <laughs> we didn't get paid that much <laughs> we did we got laid now and then and then it seemed like he thought like oh yeah i can't wait to cash in on this yeah. birthright or whatever <laughs> yeah. this wainwright and it was like this is not you don't just get to like show you know that you've been up at scruffy murphy's a couple times <laughs> yeah especially when you could get literally knob slob he travels via backpack i mean he was small yeah. and round enough you could just stuff him in a baby bjorn and wear him to the fair he was like a thermos <laughs> with a dick or whatever and like just not even like actual arms Ugh. but just like little fists and wrists coming out of the thermos thermos full of soup <laughs> He but he was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get laid too." And I was like, "Good luck." <laughs> like, yeah, are you? <laughs> I don't he was know that sh- he did. He was shaped like Surly Duff from The <laughs> Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> Just a fire hydrant of a man. 
I could have sharpened. I could have sharpened my knees against that stump of a human being. Oh that's yeah, for sure. Yeah. He definitely uh, walking whetstone. Hopefully he's doing all right. <laughs> he gave us an Xbox. Remember? We yeah. He gave it to us. <laughs> I, think we, us I think we squatted on it. <laughs> I think we peed on it. We were like, "This is ours now." He was like, "It, it, it was." I don't even think. Uh, I think he had moved on to the PlayStation Four, and we were like, "We got the, we got your Xbox 360. <laughs> yeah. Is it cool if we keep it?" And he's like, "Yeah, I don't play a ten-year-old console anymore." <laughs> and we were like, we're, we're, "Let's go play some FIFA 98 quick." <laughs> <laughs> we were all about that GTA life. We were all about FIFA, man. It almost ruined our oldest friendships. We chiefed FIFA, and uh, me and Bobby and Chris and Lund would cops. go over there and play FIFA and. I'd have to go outside and chain smoke cigarettes after I lost to Bobby three oh, zero. It got real, yeah. It did. <laughs> we were competitive with comedy, but more so with FIFA. Oh God, I wanted to kill Chris because he, he's like, it's a game of triangles, man. It's all about passing, and I was like, I could fucking buy and sell you. <laughs> Speaking of buying and selling tiny people, I was talking to Truffs outside, and <laughs> I made him an offer. I just said, let me be your pimp. I said Truffs, let me be your pimp. That'd be a fun time. What? Wouldn't that be fun to pimp a boy? <laughs> he's a man. <laughs> he's uh, shaped like a man. In the eyes of God, he's a little boy. <laughs> he's a little curvy boy. Yeah, he could pimp him out. Speaking of plugs, curvy boys for life. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> curvyboys.com. I was like, baby, you need a daddy, he'll take care of you. You tried to butter him up? I he, literally he was, was already like, buttered. I said, <laughs> self buttered. Yeah, he's, yeah, he makes his own gravy. <laughs> I told him, let me be your pimp. And I wasn't joking. Um, it was a serious offer to go in on the skin trade. It was a street corner proposition, is what it was. You were like, I'll keep you safe. Yeah, I was like, I'll protect you from all the, uh, all the sharks in the water, baby. Little mm. clownfish like you, you shouldn't be out here where all the hooks are dangling. Do you think he bought it? No. Damn. Not at all. I was going to say, you're going to be rich. I would love to pimp out truffs. Be an uphill battle. Does, does anybody want to have have him on top of them? Yeah, a bunch of surprised. A bunch of like fifty-five-year-old Cambodian guys are always hitting up his DMs. Isn't he? Doesn't he dick fib? Doesn't he have a couple of oh man dick pics that yes. he uses to to lay the trap? <laughs> and it's not his dick. How? I, I, what? I mean, I never even heard of this concept. <laughs> man, well, <laughs> buckle up. Nobody's, nobody's, nobody's pulled it off before. He's an innovator. <laughs> so yeah, this is this is this is supposedly allegedly. <laughs> yeah, we, we got to get Bobby under retainer. Uh, allegedly, a certain chubby funster. I was going to say chubby funster too. Hell yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. What Gianna Michaels super fan? <laughs> has done some dick fibbing <laughs> and uh yeah and ripped off the wang of a of another denver comedian a prominent heroic staff a dick you'll never unsee yeah a dick that's been passed around in group chats as a joke because it's so stout and sturdy yeah he this thing's like a pill one of the five pillars of islam <laughs> <laughs> If a married woman looks at it, she turns into a pillar of salt. Yeah, she has to tithe it. Uh, this is the one Truffs use or you use? I'd have never sent a dick pic ever in my okay, life. Me Sam, it's foreign to me. Sam used to but send I, dick pics, and it was uh, whichever uh, whichever guy who played uh, the husband on Bewitched named Dick. <laughs> dick Sargent. Yeah. Oh, no, they were both They're named both Dick. They were both Dick, yeah. yeah I, used right. to, I used to just send a photo of one of the Ninja Turtles' fingers. <laughs> <laughs> I look like a pretty cool dick. Yeah, for sure. 
Uh, it's necrotic. No, but okay, so let's, let's explain what we're talking about here. Truffs for a spell. Horny young man, you know, he's my bottom bitch. He's the, he's the king of my stable. Uh, he was sending a photo of a penis to women when they asked for it, only when they asked for it, in a consensual Allegedly, manner. Allegedly, only when they asked for it. <laughs> and it wasn't his hog. He was ween-fibbing. <laughs> 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 he was he was wielding a false wand. He was. It was. And I just it think, was a false flag. <laughs> I just think what? How? What? Because it allows for you to get over there, for you to get that far. It. it you know, you're done. It's you're, your toe you're in the door. Because once she sees that it's a different dick, it's she's not going to care. You blame it's it on the lighting. Are you insane? No, you just say, look, that was a good day for my dick. Come on. Because the dick that he sent out. Uh, uh, that dick sir- hasn't ha- ever had a bad day. No, it's never like it's all red letter days. It for doesn't this look dick. like mine sometimes. It's like, oh damn, I wish we would've, you would have caught me last night. Yeah, no, this, that this thing's dick, always huge. It comes confetti <laughs> <laughs> everywhere it goes. It's like it's throwing a parade. Uh, I don't want to give the name away, but no. let's just say this this dick uh, had a hand in directing. Oh brother, where art thou? Okay, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's enough. Yeah, okay. That's a breadcrumb. Uh-huh. Uh, this dick is a real big Lebowski. <laughs> a huge Lebowski. Yeah, a massive Lebowski. It's frustrating how <laughs> cool of a dick it is. Because it's attached to someone who's not very cool. Well, I don't know about that. But you do. I don't know anything about this guy. Gifted painter. Um. <laughs> his dick paints, too. Yeah. His dick is actually... I prefer the works of his dick... To the work of his hands. I've asked him to see his dick on numerous occasions, just hanging out. Yeah, I'm like, why don't you go in the bathroom, get it chubbed up? Let me see what let me see what you're working with, IRL. But yeah, so Truffs would. I've seen a picture of Truffs' dick too, because I made the mistake uh, once of I was looking at pictures of his daughter on his phone, uh, okay. his beautiful little daughter, and I kept swiping. Nope. And after like her, you know, uh, you know, with water wings on, really enjoying a day at the pool. There just so happens to be the gnarliest spear I've ever seen in my day. This fucking trench digger. And I was like, holy shit, Truffs, whose is that? And he was like... <laughs> That's how he laughs, you know? Yeah. And then I, he was choking like, on his own saliva. Right, he was like, well... <laughs> he fucking Donald ducked it. Uh, and, yeah, and he explained to me that he this was the dick that he sent out when girls would ask for a dick. And then he was like, check this out. And he swiped over... And there was, uh, you know, a shadow of the dick I just saw before. It was was his actual ween. Yeah, just a a tribute Uh, to the cock before him. Yeah. The the cock that he aspired to wield. I mean, good good move, dude. Hey. Is it? I don't know. I don't know the rules. It's not a good move. I think it's bad. It's not your dick. Somebody else's dick. It's like, uh, you know, and, and, and these are comedians that are involved. It's well, I was stolen say, fucking it, valor, dude. It's right. Yeah. It's, vain, it's stolen vain valor. And uh, <laughs> I want someone to approach him at the mall, <laughs> recording him. Like, it's hey. swollen valor, and I don't, <laughs> I don't appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> it, it just, oh, oh I was going to say, uh, it, it, it's the same thing as uh, stealing another comic's jokes. You don't steal their punchlines, and you don't steal their freaking trough line. <laughs> you don't steal their, their pants jaguar. <laughs> Pants Jaguar. Well, you know, Is that a Paul F. Tompkins album. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I'm trying. I'm trying to fucking reach into the <laughs> into the barrel of monkeys and pull out some app descriptors. It's uh, it's it's literally if an ancient civilization saw this dick, they would build a religion around it, a way of life. Uh, they would have killed a, a virgin. Yeah, with this dick. Hoping, yeah, hoping... This dick would split a... Hoping for a, a strong harvest season. It doesn't pop a cherry, it massacres it. <laughs> Alright? Then I eat the jam. I think it's good for me. Anyway, Troughs, <laughs> shout out... <laughs> shout out to you, Troughs. I'm gonna pimp out your little boy hole. <laughs> all over the front range. I'm gonna be selling tickets to that bussy. So get ready for that, pal. What, uh, plugs? Let me finish. <laughs> <laughs> Look, guys, uh, you know our favorite sponsor, your favorite sponsor, HoldThePhone.tv. Uh, all the best comedy shows in town. You can, <laughs> in, well, in the internet town. In internet town, yeah. Nationwide, worldwide, universal wide. They World, got <laughs> World Wide Web in Indiana. Yeah. Uh, they got Hot Tub on Mondays. They got uh, Sean O'Connor host Quiplash on the weekends. They got Kyle uh, Kinane and Matt Bronger's talk show. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Yeah, they're just appropriating uh, <laughs> black women speak. That's cool. They're misappropriating fun. They are, yeah. And the fun can be had by you at home. So get on uh, holdthephone.geocities at angelfire.gov. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and check it out. Jake Brown's, uh, he, he needs the money, guys. He's trying to buy another shark tooth necklace so he can impress all of his friends at BC Surf and Sport. <laughs> He's a Quicksilver guy. <laughs> but yeah, dude, uh, holdthephone.tv, that's the label, and they pay us. And uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give this out for free, which was uh, great advice from Jake Brown uh, before I did one of his internet shows that you also did is comics if you're going to do a, a zoom show if you're going to do an online show set up your your setup so that you can be standing while you perform because sitting on your couch at home is not going to give you that same kind of energy that you would have wow. if you're delivering your set standing up yeah this was this was months ago too that they solid advice about comedy from Jake Brown I know yeah <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Jake uh, is a scholar and uh, did his research. No, it, it was a great uh, call because I had tried to do maybe one or two online shows before Probably that. Probably bombed. Sitting down, ate all of the shit that yeah. could come out of an ass. Uh, no, but it, it, it was true that uh, being able to stand up and uh, do your jokes felt better and I think uh, allowed you to be more animated than if you're trying to just like sit and look cool and that's why people listen to this pod so they can learn how to dominate their zoom shows yeah th well this this podcast is by comics for comics it is for sure dude yeah it's fubu folk doke what is it <laughs> fuck buck <laughs> uh yeah so that's that's a fucking giant bit of wisdom that's the same amount of wisdom you'll get from Jeff Cohen's dick, all right? <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly, he has a huge hog. Why would he be upset that we're saying he's got a big dick? I'm not worried about him being upset. He choked I... up on it with two hands, and there were still like six more inches of dick in that photo. Oh, yeah, no, I, I just I don't, to... I don't want the word to get out. I don't want to try to, I don't want to help him get laid. Why? Because he has a huge dick, and he's a talented painter, and he doesn't need to also... 
do stand up. Well, hey, pick, to, pick two. To be fair, though, he does look like the personification of slime. Cut your dick off, <laughs> or throw your joke book away, because you know, you know, the, the the art is paying the bills. Yeah. Well, the dick's uh, yeah. paying the bills. <laughs> He's going on Craigslist <laughs> and just cleaning up with every drifter and runaway in town. So, yeah, listen to holdthephone.tv, everyone. Yep. Or watch it, too. You know, Zoom shows suck. They're the only ones who do a good job, and we're they, glad to have them as a sponsor. They do. They, they figured it out. They're doing a great job with it. So yeah. Also, Jake out. Brown's uh, co-producer and partner, uh, Little Sam. She could literally sleep in my mouth. She's so small. So Tiny we, dynamite. We got to get her another acorn so she can have a week's worth of meals. <laughs> she eats like a barn mouse. Uh, don't uh, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Spread the word. Hey, this pod's taken off. You're in the ground floor of what people are calling another podcast. <laughs> Yet another <laughs> fucking podcast. <laughs> we... No, this podcast rules. You know it. We know it. I told that story early on, you know, we're playing with different parts of the form, trying to figure out the art of it, you know. Oh, yeah, you weaved a, a tale that was as, you know, as captivating as any work of literature. Thank you, yeah. You, By my book. That story was like just Dick or one of his paintings. It was captivating. <laughs> yeah. It was enthralling and engorged. And scary. <laughs> it held me and hostage. A, a little uh, sublime. Yeah. The terrifying uh, beauty of uh, of the void. Whatever you do, don't look Jeff's dick in the eye, because <laughs> you will turn to stone. <laughs> it te- yeah, it'll tell you how you die. It's a cursed totem. <laughs> uh, what else is there? Oh, yeah. Nothing. I don't know. We got our Patreon at yeah. patreon.com slash chubby behemoth. Mm-hmm. We have uh, exclusive episodes available. And uh, sooner or later, we're going to have to do a live chat, an AMA. That's right. And that'll be fun. So uh, get on the old Patreon. Also, I was on Sam Tripoli's tinfoil hat last night live when they announced that Trump had COVID. The chat went wild. Uh, never seen that kind of uh, behavior from free adults and yeah check me out on there I guess if you want to he asked me who I'm voting for and I was like well I'm going to vote for Biden you know because uh, and then just immediately a bunch of people called me the F slur in the chat. What? <laughs> yeah, of course. What are they voting for Howie Mandel or whoever the fuck? No, they're vo- they're voting for uh, Jeff Cohen's dick. Howie actually. Hopkins. <laughs> yeah. You know, I tried to write in Jeff's Jeff Cohen's dick, but there wasn't enough room on the ballot. <laughs> <laughs> it split the ballot in half. So yeah, uh, Chubby Behemoth, patreon.com slash Chubby Behemoth. Give us some money. You did the right thing. We love you. We need you. You get the tip for free, but the shaft is going to cost you. Yeah, the shaft's going to fucking Kool-Aid man your pussy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It's all red. <laughs>